0: This podcast is hosted by RPP.
1: The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device.
0: Normal people, Esther, don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do.
1: Because the government was also freaked out about
0: their They might be dealing with a demonic possession.
1: Meanwhile, as she's on top of him, squeezing his throat, she's screaming,
0: through sent India? And they started to move towards her really fast.
1: What are these? Australian aliens. Okay, welcome, welcome,
0: you guys. Uh, welcome back to I Think My Fridge Is Haunted. I'm Gemma. I'm Esther. And we're exhausted.
1: We are, I think, my. <laughs> My podcast is exhausted. Um yeah, we're both very tired.
0: I've been doing a lot of hair and makeup for weddings and um I'm sure you've been assisting many, many people to buy amazing outfits.
1: Clothes for weddings.
0: Oh uh, probably for the weddings that I've been doing hair and makeup for. So you just you know what? It's like a factory of people going to weddings because everyone wants yeah. to go to weddings right now because they couldn't get married last year so they're doing it now. Do you know I tomorrow, you know, Monday, Tuesday I'm doing weddings even. Monday weddings, Tuesday weddings, happy days.
1: Yeah, you know, people are loving, loving, living, laughing, and loving. (laughs) That's what they're doing.
0: (laughs) I know exactly what you mean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yep. Thanks from the freezer. Thanks from the freezer. (laughs)
0: Okay. How about this? The best place in the world to see rainbows is. You want to give it? Give it one guess. Island. Ooh, good guess. It's not island, but I kind of get where you're coming from. It's uh, actually Hawaii.
1: Uh, I was gonna say Florida. Florida.
0: Hawaii. Well, so a study published by the American Meteorological Society in 2021 explained that because of its mountains causing rainfall and cloud mm. systems mixing together, as well as the air pollution, pollen, lots of ocean waves ca- crashing and causing sea spray, Hawaii's rainbow quantity and quality is the best in the world.
1: Oh, that's amazing!
0: So, that's amazing. see, I understand
1: why I thought uh, Ireland because of the leprechauns which is stupid for some reason I just assumed rainbows were invented in Ireland which is dumb now that I say it out loud but it's just something ingrained (laughs) (laughs) because of the leprechauns you got anything yeah right more human twins are being born now than ever before
0: that is so weird that you say that I was having this conversation today with one of my clients what were you talking about well, I did all these hair and makeups for like um, these bridesmaids for this wedding. One of them had just had twins. She looked like she was going to kill herself. Oh
1: my god,
0: that is horrible. She's like, I'm in hell.
1: I could not imagine not only one baby, but two.
0: She already had one um, that was two, and she's just had Jeez. twins as well. But um and she was saying that twins are like becoming more and more common. And especially if women are older, like towards ah. and beyond forty, it's apparently more of a thing as well. Random.
1: Weird. Maybe it's all the chemical chemtrails and all that shit. Could be. Or the
0: five G. <laughs> I was at dog park with my sister a couple of hours ago. Yep. And um she goes Oh, my God. I saw this video and I wish I'd never seen it. She watched the video of that guy in Sydney that recently got attacked with a shark. It's It's a four and a half meter
1: long shark,
0: which is like, I mean, you and me could easily fit inside this shark. I mean, Mm. this shark is, I don't know what that is in feet. It's got to be 20 feet.
1: Yeah, it's like
0: Like it's massive.
1: Four meters is almost car length, isn't it? It's yeah.
0: huge, massive. So apparently a guy was fishing on the rocks and he filmed it.
1: Did you see the video?
0: It's online. I've not seen it. She explained it to me in great detail. I don't want to see it. It's disgusting. Wanna... Uh, you seen
1: it? Yeah, my dad just sent it to me while I was at work and I didn't have the volume on and I thought it was just – I thought a shark was just eating something, but it's it's very – It's a horrific video, and and there's a lot of blood, and um, there's a dude fishing. Yeah, it's 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 horrible because they're standing on a cliff looking out, and it's only a few meters out, and there's so much blood, and there's seagulls that are hovering above, kind of trying to catch bits of meat, I guess, and then oh my god, then there's a fish, there's a dude filming, and then there's a fisherman still fishing, and he's but no one can do anything, because it's out in the deep water, but...
0: Like, you can't, there's nothing, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can nothing do. There's nothing
1: you could. It's That's why it's so disturbing, because there's these two guys that are almost like, they're not casual, but they're just kind of watching on, and then you're thinking there's a man in, like, being torn apart. It's fucked. I wonder if they were just shocked. Oh, you'd 100 100- Percent be in shock because one the dude filming is yelling, "That's a man, that's a man in there." But Mm. um, I just hope the shark isn't hunted. I I know,
0: I think they were out looking for it.
1: I hope, like this is their territory, this is their home. Mm. I just don't understand why they have to then go
0: and kill the shark. I think it's because they they. I mean, look, it's that old thing where they say it gets a taste for people, and. I don't know if it just was that whole thing where it was just kind of chewing on the person, not exactly, I don't know if it actually ate him mm. or if he just was, thought he was a seal and then after he attacked it, he was like, no, that's not a seal. That's not what I'm after.
1: Well, yeah, the, he was diving. So I don't know if he, how deep he was or what, but. Horrible! Mm, it's yeah. really
0: horrific. What do you think of um, the video being out there online?
1: Uh, I know that if it was a loved one of mine, I would hate that to be circulated. Yeah,
0: I but feel like they're why probably going to cut, cut it, it soon. Possibly share that online. I think it's probably someone sent it to a friend or whatever.
1: Oh, you know how, how it starts WhatsApp, just- and then it goes viral,
0: and then it just goes out there.
1: Oh yeah, like there's so many. I don't know, and it's a real like middle-aged man thing to to forward these fucked-up videos to their mates. Like, mm. it's that age bracket. They're always the ones that have really crazy videos taken from around the world that they kind of like forward onto their friends. Right. The amount of shit I've seen on WhatsApp, it's cr- it's it's fucked. But the thing is, it's from other countries, so I, so I don't know if it's like. Maybe that country cracks down on banning it and then once it gets overseas, it's kind of like, well, it's out there now. Like yeah. I, I remember all I remember the, the shooting at the um mosques in
0: New Zealand.
1: Zealand? I saw that entire video through <gasps> WhatsApp. The entire fucking video. I'm
0: pretty sure. What are that... you on like groups on WhatsApp or or something?
1: I talk to everyone through WhatsApp.
0: And someone just sent it to you.
1: Yeah, 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 right. from Israel. Because I've got Israeli family. So the Israelis oh. sent me that video and then they, I saw through them a video of a guy that had been eaten by an, a crocodile and that was Whoa. gruesome. But it, it was from another country. So I don't know whether this shit gets lost. It's the same as um, the Barari death. That, that one yeah. had True. just kind of spread, you know.
0: Yeah, true. Dark true, web true. shit. Fucked. Yeah, look, I mean, at the end of the day, everything's on the internet, isn't it? Everything. Can't really be helped. No. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Um, I'll go
1: first. Okay. Because it's not heavy. It's cool.
0: Mine's a total downer.
1: Uh do you want to go first?
0: Maybe. I was going to do a paranormal, but the one that I really wanted to do, there actually wasn't a massive amount on it. And it was about a haunting that I had seen on Ghost Flippin' Adventures, Zach Baggins. And like the only information on this haunted location was from Ghost Adventures. Mm. So which kind of makes you think like, did they just invent it? Exactly. I don't know. Like no one else has written about this place. No one. So I just like after. So when you did
1: research of it, was it was there anything online or just ghost adventures
0: everything online was related to the episode on ghost adventures
1: sounds a bit sad so tough.
0: after a couple of hours i just gave up and i thought it's just not enough yeah it's just not enough so i do something else i'm doing a wtf mm. what the fridge what the fridge what the fridge Uh, And it's kind of, and it's a murder, but it's also, there is kind of a mystery to it. Like I'm going to give you all the facts Mm -hmm. and I want your opinion on what you think happened afterwards. Ooh, And you've definitely heard of this case. So I am doing the Miami Beach zombie murder. Is
1: that the one, the bodies on the beach, buried in the beach in the sand dunes?
0: No, that's the Long Island serial killer. No,
1: nah, I don't know this one.
0: I think I think you will once I start explaining it. All right. So my sources were Strangeries, the YouTube channel, Vice, CBS, NBC, Wikipedia, AddictionCenter.com, Daily Mail, Murderpedia, and TeensDrugAbuse.com. Mm. .gov, sorry. So... On the morning of May 26, 2012, 31-year-old Rudy Eugene drove to Miami Beach in Florida in his purple Chevrolet Caprice, which had a Haitian flag painted on the front.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, and he was driving to something called Urban Beach Week, which is apparently a memorial weekend beach party. Cool. Sometime during the morning, the car broke down. CCTV shows him staying in or near the car for about 30 or 40 minutes. Yep. At around midday, he walks away from the car and begins to hike across the 4.8-kilometre MacArthur Causeway.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So a a freeway, basically. Yep. And as he's doing this, he starts to take his clothes off. He also throws away his driver's licence but is still holding his King James Bible. Meanwhile, his car is discovered and towed away by Miami Beach police. They find inside the car a Bible and f- five empty water bottles, which they believed had been recently consumed. At around 1.55pm, Rudy has even taken off his shoes. He's dropped his Bible and is now completely naked. Mm. He's underneath this sort of like monorail or tram line. They call it a metro mover track in Florida. And Rudy comes across a homeless man who is 65-year-old Ronald Poppo, who is lying underneath the tracks. Mm -hmm. Rudy begins to beat Ronald and he tries to take his pants off as well. And then he straddles Ronald and starts to bite his face. A guy called Larry Vega passes by the attack. Mm. Um, he's riding his bike, and he calls nine one one. About eighteen minutes later, Miami Police Department Officer Jose Ramirez arrives on the scene, and he's like not believing what he's seeing. Mm. So Rudy is still on top of this guy, and at this point he's just tearing pieces off this guy's face, like like he's eating this guy's face.
1: He's actually confirmed he ate th- this guy's face?
0: Well, they can, when the autopsy was done, um, well, I'm going getting ahead of myself, but mm. later they, they find that he did not actually swallow any of it. I think okay. he was just chewing it and kind of it was just falling out of his mouth. All right. So Jose Ramirez yells at Rudy to move away from Ronald, but Rudy apparently just growls at him and he keeps tearing pieces off Ronald's face. So the police officer shoots him, but he keeps attacking Ronald. So Officer Ramirez shoots Rudy four more times, killing him. Jesus. On a side note, all of this was caught on CCTV because it was right near the Miami Herald newspaper building. Mm. Larry Vega, who was a cyclist, said, it was the most gruesome traumatic thing I have ever seen in my life. He, Larry also describes what happened when the police officer came over. He said he told him several times to get off, then climbed over the divider and got in front of him and said, get off but the guy just stood his head up like that with a piece of flesh in his mouth and growled. Ooh. Sergeant Armando Aguila, President of the Miami Fraternal Order of Police, said he had his face eaten down to his goatee. The forehead was just bone, no nose, no mouth. Fucking oh, hell. So- Sergeant Javier Ortiz, Vice President of the Miami Fraternal Order of Police, said, It was one of the bloodiest and goriest scenes I have ever been to. Video footage shows Ronald, who's the victim, clearly panicking as ambulance staff move him onto a stretcher and he's, he's struggling so much and panicking so much they actually have to strap him down.
1: Oh, yeah, he'd probably be blind. Did, they, did he get his eyes well
0: i'll get to that in a moment ronald was taken to jackson memorial hospital in critical condition and there it was determined that 75 to 80 percent of his face above the beard was missing what his left eye was gouged out and he was left blind in his remaining eye he underwent months of facial reconstruction surgeries To help with the costs, a fund was set up and raised over $100,000. And I read that because he was homeless, he was able to stay at the medical facility for quite a long time because he didn't have anywhere to go. Uh, During rehabilitation, he put on 23 kilos and he learned how to dress and feed himself and shower and shave again. Good. Ronald later thanked police for saving his life and explained what happened that day. He said that Rudy Eugene had approached him and they had actually met before Mm. while Rudy was working at a homeless shelter. That's the attacker. Yep. Ronald described him as being souped up on something on the day. Rudy was talking about how he couldn't, quote, score at the beach. And then he started to talk about how they were going to die, accusing Popo of stealing his Bible. Then right. all of a sudden he attacks and strangles Ronald. Ronald then describes how he plucked out both of his eyes.
1: Fucking hell.
0: So let's go back and find out who is Rudy Eugene, who is the attacker yeah rudy eugene was born on february 4th, 1981 at the jackson memorial hospital so that's the same hospital that they actually took ronald to actually oh, yeah. he was of haitian descent through his immigrant parents and they divorced months after his birth and he actually never went to haiti rudy never knew his father who died when he was six he went to the bethel Evangelical Baptist Church and attended North Miami Beach High School and he also played football. After graduating he had a few jobs such as working at McDonald's and in telemarketing and at the time of the attack it is thought that he'd been making money washing cars at a car dealership and he actually talked about opening his own car wash one day. Mm -hmm. So just a little bit of sort of personal life detail about him. In 2007, he met a woman named Rikia Cross when they were both in their cars at a red light and they looked at each other and then he honked the horn at her so she gave him her phone number.
1: Yep, standard.
0: After that, they had an up-and-down five-year relationship. After a few months of dating, the couple moved into a two-bedroom apartment where they enjoyed watching movies, going go-karting, and reading the Bible. Great. So actually super religious, this guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He didn't
0: like, quote scripture, all that kind of stuff. Rakia said that on the morning of the attack, he was up really early, around 5 a.m. And she said he kissed her goodbye and he said, I love you, and that he was holding his Bible at the time and he was also holding this notebook that he would carry around where he would write notes about scripture. Jesus. She noticed he'd also been going through the closet looking for something and he left clothes all over the floor. She said she thought it was odd that he was leaving so early, but she didn't think too much about it. Later that morning, he called her and said his car had broken down. He said, I'll be home, but I'm going to be a little late. And then he said, I love you and I'll be back. But when he didn't come back, Rakia started to worry. Mm. She said, I just kept calling the phone. I left messages saying, Rudy, call me. I'm really worried. When she returned home that night, she saw the news on television about a nude man who had attacked and eaten the face of another man. And she thought to herself, oh, my God, that's crazy. She said, I didn't know that it was Rudy. The next day she kept searching for him. Fucking hell. Finally, on Monday morning, she got a call from someone in his family saying that Rudy had died.
1: <sighs>
0: when she later met with his, fam- with his family to, you know, grieve the situation, she found out that he had been the person on the news.
1: Oh, and was
0: the person that they were calling the Miami Cannibal. She oh. says that he never did any other drugs except for marijuana, and he was even trying to quit doing that. Okay, she reckons he doesn't even take over-the-counter painkillers. She said, Rudy was sweet and kind, the type of dude you want to be with forever. He was my heart. Somebody did this to him. He loved God. He always read the Bible. He would give you knowledge on the Bible. Everywhere he went, his Bible went. When he left, he had his Bible in his hand. And some of his old school friends actually also went to the media to say good things about him and how he would never do anything like this. So Eugene's mum, Ruth, was also trying to clear his name. She said to CBS, everyone says he was a zombie. He was no zombie. That was my son. She said he was good-natured, went to church often, and had recently given her a Mother's Day card. She said I'd never had any problems with him. After the attack, this is really sad actually, his mum, Ruth, could not find a Haitian church in Miami to hold the funeral because there were rumours going around that he was under like a voodoo spell. Mm, mm. So the Haitian churches didn't want to be involved. So four churches said no, and finally after two weeks, a funeral home said that they would hold the funeral in their chapel. Yep. Ruth even heard people in a nail salon talking about her son one day. A woman said loudly, it was voodoo. She said Rudy came from a long line of voodoo practitioners and was under a spell, even though he'd never been to Haiti.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: However, some other details about his past also emerged, and I'm just giving you all this information so that you can just kind of formulate an opinion. I, I,
1: yeah, see, right now it sounds to me like drugs. Right? Yeah.
0: So apparently Eugene was arrested eight times from the age of 16, with the first arrest being for assault in 1997. So he would have been, yeah, 16. Another assault took place in February 2004 when Eugene broke a table, smashed items around the house, and pushed his mother out of the kitchen. His mum, Ruth, then told police at the time he had said, I'll put a gun to your head and kill you. Uh, and the other charges related to uh, marijuana and his last arrest was in September 2009 so three years before the incident mm. at Miami Beach. In 2005 he was also married to a woman named Jenny but they had divorced after two years. Jenny said to TV. I wouldn't say he had mental problems, but he always felt like people were against him. No one was for him. Everyone was against him. She did say that over the course of their relationship, Eugene became increasingly violent towards her, and that's why she left. Um, And at the time of the Miami Beach attack, they Mm -hmm. hadn't spoken in three or four years. Meanwhile, Ronald Popo, who was the victim of the attack, mm. his family were actually surprised to found, find out that he was alive at all.
1: Oh, wouldn't? Of course, he would.
0: Well, the, the reason is they hadn't heard from him in thirty years. Oh,
1: they didn't think he was
0: alive at all, at all. Exactly. Yeah. So he had been living on the streets of Florida for around three decades apparently, mm. and his family presumed that he had committed suicide years before.
1: That's so sad. So
0: Ronald Popo was born in May of 1947. He grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and he went to Manhattan's Stuyvesant High School, which apparently is a really good school, where he was a member of the Latin Club and he also worked in the guidance office. And he had an IQ score of 129. Yeah, right. This is a smart, smart guy. So after high school, he apparently enrolled at City College, but he dropped out in late 1966. And by 1976, he had become homeless. Why? It didn't say. It didn't really give much information sort of between that 1966, 1976 time period. Two days before the attack, workers from the Miami Homeless Assistance Program offered him some assistance through the Miami-Dade County Homeless Trust, but he declined any help from them. Mm. The Miami Herald reported that Mr Poppo would just, um, he would stay outside a public restroom at a place called Jungle Island in Miami. They said that he had a long history of arrests with at least 24 arrests since 1978, mostly for public drinking and trespassing, Mm. which I suppose for a homeless person, I guess that's sort of to be expected. And trespassing, you you can't blame someone who's homeless for trespassing to find shelter.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: There were also some burglary assault charges and also charges for resisting arrest. So why... Did Rudy commit this attack? Well, it was widely reported in the media at the time that Rudy Eugene was under the influence of the drug bath salts. Mm. But toxicology tests showed Eugene's body had no trace of any drugs except marijuana.
1: Oh, God.
0: But apparently, and I suppose... This could be argued. Some synthetic drugs are undetectable, some people say. (sighs) I find that hard to believe, but I'm not a scientist.
1: Yeah, I find that hard to believe.
0: So was it drugs, mental illness, a mental break? Or voodoo. Or voodoo. (laughs) So let me just talk about bath salts for a second. Um, It's the name given to synthetic cathinones which is a class of drugs that have one or more laboratory-made chemicals similar to cathinone, which is a stimulant found naturally in the cat plant, K-H-A-T, grown in East Africa and Southern Arabia. Basically bath salts are similar to meth or yeah. MDMA. Mm. It's usually a white or brown crystalline powder, Uh, It's sold in plastic or foil packages, labelled not for human consumption. Sometimes they would be labelled as plant food, jewellery cleaner or phone screen cleaner. It's usually swallowed, snorted, inhaled or injected. Uh, Snorting or injecting is the most harmful Mm. and it's also cheaper than meth or cocaine. Mm. So at the end of the 2000s, and this is when I kind of fell into a rabbit hole. At the end of the 2000s, bath salts began to gain popularity in the United States and Europe as a legal high. Yeah. So in October 20, which I think a lot of drugs start out as legal highs. And then there's, like, this cycle of...
1: Oh, they they start off as things you you can easily get access to.
0: Yeah. And then they get banned and then another one will come up and then that will get banned. It's, like, this whole cycle. Yeah. And it's similar with this. In October 2011, the Drug Enforcement Administration put an emergency ban on three common lab-made cathinones uh, until officials knew more about them, and bath salts was eventually banned. However, although the law also bans chemically similar versions of some of these drugs, manufacturers have responded by making new drugs different enough from the banned substances to get around the law. Mm. And that's how we come to another drug we often hear about as the zombie drug mm. called Flacca. Scary. Have you heard of Flacca?
1: Oh, yeah, I've heard of these drugs. It's nuts. Super fucking scary.
0: It's also known as the $5 insanity drug. Scary. Scary. So also known as gravel, This drug emerged around the end of 2014 and was almost an epidemic in South Florida, taking over communities and destroying lives. Mm. So we've got this kind of crucial sort of time between sort of 2010, 2015, where South Florida is just taken over by, like, these meth-like drugs, and people are literally going crazy. And there are actually, like, compilations on YouTube that you can find yeah. Like people on Flacca, people on bath salts. Yeah. And the stuff, like it actually looks like there are zombies from The Walking Dead. Yeah. It's it's crazy.
1: Terrifying.
0: So Flacca is a synthetic uh, amphetamine-like drug, and it can be used by sniffing, eating, smoking, snorting, or injecting. It's a much cheaper version of crack, and people believe that it was first developed to be basically just cheap a cheap sort of crack Mm. alternative. It's about 10% of the price to buy. Uh, The drug is typically found in crystal form, is white or pink. It increases dopamine and norepinephrine levels in the brain and causes euphoria followed by delirium and in large doses, extreme paranoia, strong hallucinations and sometimes aggression. In large doses, it also raises body temperature so much mm, that the go. user often strips off their clothing. Yeah. Like Rudy did. Yeah. Sometimes the user shows incredible strength and they also become extremely violent.
1: Mm.
0: So I'm just talking about this because Flacco came from bath salts and they're super similar drugs. There's a bit of history I can go into, but I'm not sure if it's really that relevant. I might go into flucker a little bit more in a, another episode. Yeah, definitely. But basically after it started gaining, gaining popularity under the name flucker, shortly after which um, it gained Schedule 1 status, meaning it has no medical value and a high potential for abuse. And the reason why they said it has no medical value um, value was because in the 1960s, mhm they used it to treat patients with ADHD. Yep. Uh, and uh, also narcolepsy, apparently. Wow. One guy in on one of these news items that I watched said that crack didn't get him high anymore, and that's why he started using flakka. He said it was the only thing that he could get high on anymore. Yep. And I'll give you a, just an example of, of what happened with someone on flakka as well. In 2015, in Fort Lauderdale, again in Florida, a man was impaled through the thigh of a security fence. Um, you know, the spikes that come out the yeah. top of the fences uh, while running from police and trying to climb and jump over the fence. The spikes were a foot long and the tops of them were like larger than the pole. They kind Oof. of went into like an arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's hanging on one side of the fence, facing downwards. And, like, he's impaled through the thigh, mm. so he's just hanging there. Mm. Luckily, a fire truck was nearby getting fuel and emergency services were able to get to work straight away with circular saws. Rescue, rescuers stood all around him, propping him up with ladders while they cut away part of the fence. He had to keep still as possible while this was going on and sparks are flying all around him mm. uh, because if he moved, he might have bled out. Yep. They had him down off the fence within twenty minutes, which I think is pretty amazing. Yep. Uh, however, the spike was still in his leg. He was sent to hospital, where he went straight into surgery, and they removed the spike. So that is like my rabbit hole of the Miami Beach zombie murder That's and the circumstances. Around yet, as far as drugs are concerned, what do you think?
1: I think, I think it's drugs. I think it's the zombie drug. And I think – but it depends because if the toxology uh, report came back with only marijuana, that's really – maybe his marijuana was synthetic and it was spiked with the zombie drug. You you can get really dodgy. You can buy weed that's synthetic and it has – it has other drugs mixed in it, which... Um, could have been, like, like
0: laced in whatever. Yeah, exactly. Bought. I mean, he told uh, Ronald that he'd gone down to this beach party and he tried to score. He said he couldn't score, but maybe he had bought something else instead.
1: Well, Totally. They could have... But, I mean, it doesn't show, so it's weird. It... I think it's drugs. I mean, you can tell, like... He was in the car at first, and all the bottles of water that are empty was probably getting super hydrated, uh, dehydrated, um, panicking. It has loads
0: of the hallmarks of something like bath salts or flaca, um, which apparently the word flaca actually is Spanish for a thin woman. Right.
1: It's the yeah. You, I mean, you see footage of them shooting up of the of foot um, results of abuse and uh, and shooting up and their their muscles are just rotting like yeah long-term users are literally like their flesh is falling off it's pretty insane yeah
0: it's like um there's another drug which I have been wanting to write about for a while it's in Russia it's called Crocodile wow okay have you ever heard of that no it's probably the most shocking one I've ever seen it's where like people's limbs actually start to rot. Oh, I, to think, I think
1: I've, I, I swear we've sent each other photos of it.
0: We have.
1: That's, I've, that's probably I've, what I'm thinking I've of. Been yeah. Like,
0: Dude, look just at this. Like, it's crazy. Whole... Like you can actually see like the bones sticking out.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally. That's
0: it. And it's so addictive. Yeah. And so cheap. Mm. And they're in these areas that are so economically underdeveloped yep. or. You know they just can't get by. All they have is addiction. Oh yeah, and the fact that their bodies are wasting away—it just—it's—it's it's not worth. It's still not worth giving up.
1: Oh, not at all. And you know, I, I I'm watching Euphoria at the moment, and they mentioned a really amazing, and it stuck by me. They one of the characters said something along the lines of addiction only come, like addiction to drugs only comes as a result of the environment you're living in like if you're 100% happy in your your life you your body doesn't need the addiction it doesn't need the drugs and
0: what do you think of that
1: i agree if i agree i agree i mean addiction is i do believe addiction genetics. is a disease, though. And i do totally it is a disease it 100% is a disease but I think when you're completely content and, and you're not experiencing any imbalances in your brain or your emotions, I think your body doesn't crave any sort of substance like that to me. I don't know. I like, I know I, I just, from personal experience too, I agree with that. Okay. But I do believe addiction is a disease, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly, but,
0: no, I, I, I totally get the
1: logic in that. If you're not in a situation where you you don't have sad struggles. struggles or, you know, chemical imbalances or whatever, or, or you know, you're, you're not completely content with your life, your body doesn't, I, I don't know, maybe your brain doesn't even think, I need this, I need this, I need this, stop thinking, of, I can't stop thinking about this, Can't can't wait to get home and get high can't wait to like go to a party just so I can get high and party it's like I guess
0: this is just not not even just addiction to alcohol or drugs this can be like sex addiction this can be um like do you know that that's conspiracy addiction is actually a thing
1: yeah it's a massive destruction I I mean destruction distraction I think anything you're addicted to obviously is a distraction from something Um, else yeah
0: anything that you can be addicted to like I, don't know. You I know think everyone now.
1: has addictions even if you don't don't really notice it or then at least they're not harmful I th- I don't know anyone who doesn't have an addiction right even if it's something small like collecting things does that count as an addiction even Maybe. if it's harmless you know
0: my, my houseplants
1: you're, you're addicted <laughs> to houseplants um so are you. Yeah. <laughs> oh girl, I got a lot of addictions.
0: You've got more housewives
1: than I do. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I don't know. Your your place is looking so gorgeous. It's so all gorgeous. Cats. Cats and housewives. Are uh, you're addicted to Dude, you've got so many addictions. What are you talking about? All good. You're addic- I wanna books. get you a a, a a a bumper sticker saying Bigfoot is gay. Don't believe me? Ask him. God, I love it.
0: Please. I would so put that on my car. I'm going to buy it
1: because there's one that's, I'm a MILF. I love MILFs. And then it's like, man, I love frogs. I, there's there's shit I want to get. Yeah. Man, I love frogs.
0: There's,
1: a, there's another one that says, it's a disability sticker that I want to get and put it on my car. And it's just the disabled logo. And then it says, Warning, I am gay. <laughs> That's
0: so bizarre.
1: And then there's this just the Italian flag with hell in capital letters. Oops, yeah. And I'm Italian, so I'm allowed to get that.
0: <laughs> I was at Crank Casino yesterday. What? And I was, I know, right? I, I tried to come
1: and visit me if you're in the city. I'm a city girl. Well,
0: because I had already done a wedding and then I went uh, to Craig Casino to do another hair and makeup in the hotel there. And then I lost my car. And, I, it, like, that place is, like, uh, there's no windows. There's no clocks. Oh, you don't cramp. know where you are. I, I texted Lily. I was like, I can't find my car. This place is – I'm in hell. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. <laughs> the place is the worst. Anyway, but, yeah, addiction – Rudy Eugene, who knows what happens, but it's always been advertised as the zombie drug killing. I think it's drugs. To me, it seems, especially considering this epidemic of methamphetamine type drugs that were go is going on in South South Florida yep. during that time period. It definitely seems to me to yep. uh, add up to that. Yeah, I guess we'll never know, though. It's a sad mm. story.
1: It's really fucking sad. But, um, Hardcore, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Good You've never heard of that one? I don't think I have. I'm surprised. I am surprised. I hope he's not still homeless. I hope they helped him.
0: Yeah, I hope so too.
1: Okay, so... This one's a I am merely scraping this scraping the huge fucking melon that is this that is this topic. I am merely hardly doing anything. This topic is so incredibly in depth that it's impossible for anyone ever to be able to fucking scratch the the head of this pimple. <laughs>
0: Is it like the size of the universe? Because I cannot deal with that right now. No,
1: shit, girl. I can't that do blows that. blows
0: my mind so hard. Me and Louis were talking about this at dinner last night. We were like, if I, if I die, I am going to go find out the size of the universe.
1: If you die, you're going to, what, float around forever?
0: I'm just going to fly around. Well, I got all the time in the world. I'm just going to fly around. I'm going to find out all yeah, the answers. Yeah, but I'm saying
1: you're going. It's going to. You'll never find out the answers because you'll always be looking. This for is them the paradox. Too big. It's you so will, big for eternity. You will still be floating around. There is no. We're so tiny. We're such tiny. We people. are so insignificant. So insignificant. And if anyone who like me is feeling a little bit on the edge, mental, health-wise, you are significant. You are important and you are loved. But as a human, species, earth, whatever else, we are fucking nothing. But you as it's a true. person is loved, okay? Anyone who's feeling a little bit unstable? Mm. <laughs> All right. um My sources today are vox.com. Particular shout out to Alex Ward and Arja Romano. And um, last podcast on the left, yo ho ho! I get all my inspiration from them. And t- this whole thing started. God, I feel like I'm giving a thank you speech. But to TikToker, really <laughs> weird name, Milen Aspadiger, I will post your video that fucked me up. I will put that on TikTok. She's Australian too. sweet yeah very very this video is ook spook so i was you know just sitting i was either on the toilet i was on the couch i I was sitting um and i came across this video that is whack right so her video starts off she's on google maps she's like she was google mapping um nevada hint hint hint, (gasps) hint 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 and she came across a little town called ridgecrest right? And she it's just a really, really small town kind of in the middle of the desert and just, a, just to the right of the town, There's she zooms in on this weird shape.
0: Is it camo, dudes?
1: I'm gonna get there, bitch. I'm gonna get there. She goes up to this shape. She zooms in and there, it's two um, symmetrical shapes facing each other. One is a super, super, super deep pool but it's shaped extremely precisely, like it's it's been built. But it's deep, deep water. Like in the center is black, and it's complete. It's like it's a circle, and then it's got this weird little spike entrance thing. It looks like a portal to another world.
0: I and was then, gonna say like a portal.
1: It's fucked, and then flipped directly across from it is the exact same shape, like looking in a mirror, but it's all sand, right? And then there's just this ship, like a boat ship. Just kind of sitting on its ass next to this lake on the sand part.
0: When you say a ship, do you mean like a spaceship or a sea ship?
1: Sea ship, but it's big. It looks like it's just been dumped in the middle of the desert. In the desert. In the desert in Nevada, and then and then she scrolls kind of to the left and down, and there's this massive paddock, big desert paddock, and there's just heaps of military tanks and they're all randomly like scattered across this paddock but all of their guns are facing this weird lake right so it's it's spooky I it caught my attention I'm like that's really cool um, then she kind of like squidges across a few meters and there's this and I, I actually looked it up today while I was at work I went on google maps and I, I fucking looked up Ridgecrest myself and there's this pool. Oh, it looks like a big lake and it has a pier that's going into the center of this massive lake. And it is bright fucking red, like blood red.
0: The lake is
1: red. The lake is bright red. Right. And
0: Okay.
1: I, I was looking, I was studying it and I was looking at the comments people were posting and they were like, oh, you know, some minerals in the dirt make water different colors. I was say, like some sort we of algae the, or
0: something like
1: that. Yeah, everyone's like algae, algae and I'm like yeah fair enough it's probably algae it's probably minerals it's probably a fucking I don't know weird reflection I don't know but then this chick the TikToker who's done her research girl props to her she went and looked up similar lakes that were actually full of blood that had been draining ports from abattoirs and there's this particular lake in Europe somewhere where it was like there was a blockage somewhere in in the sewer system or the drainage system and it turned this canal thing, part of this, like, stream, bright red from all the blood from the abattoir. And oh this God. chick compared it, and it's the exact same fucking consistencies and everything to this random lake in the middle of the fucking desert, right, with a weird pier. It looks identical. And I will post this video. So, anyway. um
0: Can you send that to me tonight? Yeah, to I'll same. send
1: it to you tonight. It's wild. And, by the way, I tried Googling all these weird – um Locations in Ridgecrest in the desert. I'm like the red, the Red Pool in Ridgecrest, Red Pool, Nevada, mm. Red Lake, Blood Lake, blah blah. Nothing came up. Nothing. You cannot look it up. Cannot fucking look it up.
0: Yeah, apparently there's a few government places that you you can't go to Google Earth. No. And, and you can't see anything about it. Like it's all blurred out or Com- blacked out
1: completely, completely. Well, that's when she, in the same TikTok. So she zooms out of the um, the Red Lake, and she only a few miles or ki- kilometers, and there's Area Fifty One. So they're basically town neighbors, and of course, Area Fifty One is completely no exactly. And the whole of Area Fifty One, as we all know on Google Maps, is blurred. It's like yeah. it's like they've just put a big white patch over the top. So and I copied her. I did it. It's easy to do, guys. Literally, Google map Ridgecrest, Nevada, or go just Google map Area 51. And if you scoot to the left, Ridgecra- Ridgecrest is right there. And then between Area 51 and Ridgecrest are all these weird little fucking things. So um, there's these, there's a completely perfect circle that looks like a landing pad, but it's huge, like oval shaped. And then dotted in the inside of the circle are all these, like, trucks, and they're all facing the center. I'm telling you, it's massive, and it's not just like a helipad. Around this weird, huge circle, there's these entrances to, like, underground bunkers. Um, There's all the military tanks just scattered everywhere. Um, Helicopters. And there was this rumor, uh, she, she... one thing I'll say about this girl, she's great. She's fucking awesome, but she's also a bit of a conspiracy theorist. So, like, her following videos are. There were lots of people saying that um, the pool, the so there was a conspiracy theory that these these bunkers are like eighty stories underground, like they go eighty mm. stories de- floors down, right? And then in these bunkers. Apparently, a few years ago, there were like over 100 kids that were rescued from one of these bunkers near Area 51. And they would all like the witness who rescued them had seen all these kids in cages and babies in cages. And there's rumors that like the blood pool is the the, the bloods of these kid victims that they were experimenting on for alien and military warfare, blah, 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 blah. And it's it's quite like you get into that kind of shit, and you
0: you go, oh god, I've gone way. You too- start to kind of roll your eyes because this is one thing that conspiracy cough QAnon people love. Mm-hmm. It's children conspiracies, children getting um, you know kidnapped, children, yeah, because being it really prostrated. is like children being farmed, yeah. And it actually does get ridiculous because do you remember a couple of years ago when COVID sort of started and people were like, um, there are thousands of children underneath mm. the rail system in Melbourne and Donald Trump is trying to get them out?
1: It's like, honey, not everyone wants your kid. <laughs>
0: And they're like COVID is just something so that you don't listen to child trafficking. I'm sorry, but there are a lot of people taking notice of child trafficking. We know it's happening and there are people working their butts off to make sure it doesn't 24 hours a day, internationally. Getting PTSD, trying to figure this out. Yep. And, you know, you get these QAnon crazies. Yep. You know, that think it's a new thing. It's not a new thing, and we do know about it. We're not focusing on COVID, so we're not focusing on human trafficking. Yeah,
1: it's, it's not like oh, we put marks That's on. That's kind or... of
0: where I start to question these people. Oh, you know, like,
1: and it's healthy to question them. It's good to question them, but you also have to look back at, like, for example, the, the satanic panic. That was a scare yeah. tactic used on that older generation to be like kids. They're mm-hmm. going to affect your kids, or your kids are going to turn into this. Everything, yeah. everything kind of simmers down to like the, what's going to happen to this generation's kids, because they're the ones that are making up the fucking conspiracies. It's a big circle.
0: <laughs> it's a, it's it is. It's actually it, it's it's a cycle of ridiculousness. It
1: really. It's just a cycle of people using their biggest fear, which is the fear of your children being affected it's just a fear tactic think about the cats think my mate when COVID first came out I was more scared because I heard there was a they were saying cats could get COVID and I just thought I'd rather (laughs) horrible horrifying anyway that was just my introduction bitches I got another eight pages to go all right I get deep down and divey into this this old shindig all right so let's talk about Area 51. Wah, wah, wah. Now, have we done Area 51?
0: No, Good. I don't think we have. It, I know because Camo Dudes is on my list.
1: And so, see, Men in Black are on my list. But we need... It,
0: a- it, you know, it all interconnect. I mean, Men in Black are, you know, even in, like, the Mothman thing,
1: you know? Oh, like- yeah, that's a, this is... They all intertwine. They pop up
0: everywhere. It's like a multiverse with them.
1: You've got camo dudes? Yeah, only a slither, Only a little snippet of camo dudes. All right, cool. Yep.
0: If are listening, they're probably like, what the hell is camo dudes? Yeah, guys. Trust me, it's a thing. it's
1: It's weird. Everything has a thing. Area 51 is a big thing. If you haven't heard of Area 51, I'm going to explain it, okay? But for a little, like, for those who have no idea or have been living under a rock, Area 51 is this weird plot of land in the middle of the desert in Nevada. And it's super, super fucking famous because apparently there's heaps of alien sightings. Um, the, it's super, super privatized. Like, you cannot enter it. You, people, When you enter, you don't leave. It's guarded. It's very
0: high in government security, is High, it?
1: high, like the highest level. Yeah. And you, no one knows what's in it. Like, people like us don't know what's in it. But then there's more... See, this is the thing. There's more leaked information coming out as time goes by. It's fun, guys. It's a lot of fun. Aliens are great fun. So, um, if anyone attempts to enter Area 51, it's incredibly illegal and it's highly discouraged. quotes highly discouraged a spokesperson for the Nellis Air Force Base that runs Area 51 told... These reporters. Those mm-hmm. who trespass on federal installation without proper authority will be apprehended in the, until they can be turned over to appropriate law enforcement authorities and are subject to local and federal penalties and prosecution. So I don't even I don't even think you would get as far as going back to a police station if you tried sneaking into Area 51. I reckon there'd be. A, a bit of a higher consequence this shit is like if you fuck with this people go missing right you disappear
0: and to quote dmx you know he's gonna find you some old man fishing
1: exactly Gemma. jem <laughs> m is back in the building jem m is here damn i miss the rapping i miss the spontaneous raps <laughs> also fair area 51 is home to the nation's overhead surveillance program nation as an America, Australia, we have Canberra and it's shit. I think the only underground thing we have in Victoria was the giant worm and which I will always bring up. And to me,
0: that's- We've talked about the giant worms so many times. I drove to Phillip Island the other day and I thought I would pass it, oh, but it, oh, either it's not there anymore or I've gone the
1: wrong way. or oh, you're hallucinating. No, I'm pretty sure it's still there, but it's scary now because it's just graffiti. It's there. like a bandit. Like, yeah, it's just a huge yeah. worm.
0: I'd say we should go, but the it's always grossed me out. It's, so for like yeah. our UK and American friends, it is literally a giant worm that's a building And it's long and you could stay there for, like, a weekend, which is ridiculous, and you learn about worms. And they also had a giant shark in a tank. It's on our Instagram page. It was called Rosie. Rosie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked We've about talked it before. Two years ago, I swear. I think we talked about it in our facts from the freezer. It's just this dumb thing that's in Victoria. It's in the country, like way out in the middle of nowhere.
1: We grew up. That was our like kids nowadays go all to the city and they all party and shit and on. Yeah, TikToks. like Gunfire
0: Park is now a World, and it's like rad. Like it's just like this awesome. No, it's cool now. Like, my friend no. Angie and her child go there, like, all the time. Okay. Every time it's fun, to go to no, Gumbaya
1: No, I completely – I went to Gumbaya Park when it was Gumbaya Park. Gumbaya Park used to be one little mini golf course. It no, you're one,
0: thinking of Wobby's World.
1: Bitch, I am not. I used to do the Yan Italian reunions, the Yan family reunions <laughs> in
0: Gumbaya Park.
1: And me and my sister, there was a little toboggan ride. There was a tiny little car <laughs> thing. I'm sure that's
0: Wobby's world.
1: Girl, I promise you it's, it's okay, got right. up there. And now it, now it has a fucking water park. It's disgusting.
0: It's disgusting. Uh, so what we're talking about is just like the, the world of terrible, terrible theme parks in regional Victoria that are so crap. And 80s, they had the most budget commercials on TV. And like, I don't think anyone went to them.
1: I did. And it was called Gone by a Park and his best. Anyway, let's get back to it. People are going to be like, God, they go on and on. Um, they go
0: on and on.
1: What's well, all? It's all meant. It's all great to listen to, bitches. Okay, and most. Okay, yeah. Starting in the nineteen fifties, it's where some of the most important spying aircraft in American history was assembled, tested, and ultimately sent out on missions. Experts say it's likely remains. It likely remains an area for the Air Force and U.S. spy agencies to develop the next generation of aircraft and other weapons of war. So that's one, that's what the government is saying that Area 51 is there for.
0: Which, look, it probably is, but, you yeah. know, it's like, sure, and what else? Exactly. And then what?
1: <laughs> Aliens, bitch. And and child testing facilities. And and um, portals to the other world.
0: And like the the next big house plant that's going to explode oh, that yes. everyone's going to want, and they're all going to they're all going to spend one hundred fifty bucks on it in twenty twenty three, and then by twenty twenty four it'll be twenty bucks, and there'll be five hundred of them at Bunnings. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, you're right. It could just be where Kmart designs all their furniture. It could be the Kmart. It could be Target. Yes. Um, it's no wonder that the secrets of Area 51 are buried so deeply, Mm. but the lack of information about what actually goes on at Area 51 has allowed the many rumors and myths about the site to flourish. These myths have brought many Americans and world, world, world civilians, mind you, to believe that they deserve to know about what is, whatever is happening in there. Yes. The first mm. thing to know about Area 51 is that it is massive. It is located 120 miles northwest of Las Vegas. It's contained within the Air Force-operated Nevada Test and Training Range, a huge government-controlled piece of land. Quote, the largest conti- contiguous." Conti- Gemma, how do you spell? What is, what is C-O-N-T-I-G-U-O-U-S? contiguous Cont. Contiguous. Contiguous. I'm fucked, girl. I'm fucked. <laughs> I need to go to bed. <laughs> I gotta Google. It's that. contiguous. You... Contiguous. I'm just an idiot. It's a thing. Contiguous. Computer says yes. Ugh, we know it's right. Sharing
0: a common border, or touching, next or together in sequence. There we go. Cool.
1: Oh, I can't wait to get contiguous with you, Gemma. Oh and it is there for peacetime military operations in the free world according to the NTTR itself that's roughly the size of Connecticut which Connecticut is probably the same size as Tasmania <laughs> know, Yeah that's big that's big <laughs> No see our American listeners are going to be like Connecticut is the size of Frankston. I don't know shit America has a lot of states. How many does it have? 45? 50? 50 states.
0: 50 states. <laughs> <laughs> there is
1: very little there. But, see, that's bullshit because you obviously haven't Google mapped it and there's a lot to look at. Lots of bushes and shrubs and tanks within the bushes and shrubs. It's pretty amazing. Or is there because it's all underground. Wow,
0: Exactly. That's the thing
1: which is funny because it's like area 51 is right next to Ridgecrest and Ridgecrest is almost like Albury. It is literally, there's like, there's the gym, there's the retirement village and there is the dog park. And then like, if you get in a car, it's area 51. There is a golf course, a kilometer from the blood pool. I just think there's a golf course, Right next door to where all this weird shit starts to happen. Like, there's, like, military tanks, a few trips down the road to a golf course. It's just so funny.
0: That's random. In
1: 1954, President Dwight Eisenhower asked for a secret location in which to start a high-altitude program two CIA staffers embarked on an expedition to find a remote secret location in which to test new spy planes that could see into the Soviet Union's a nuclear weapons program. They soon found what they were looking for. And if you've seen American Horror Story, they cover Area 51, and their view on it is so fucking... I loved it. It's it's great.
0: Uh, is, that the, is that the one that they did where every episode was like a mini
1: Yeah, I think it's called... What's the latest
0: one? Like American horror. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's got a picture. Literally, the front cover is an alien holding a vampire. Okay. It's, yeah. So that is, they discovered the perfect fulfillment of the presidential request, which was a secret base centered around a dry lake bed in the middle of Nevada that happened to be located in an already classified facility where the government was exploding nuclear weapons, says Annie Jacobson, who wrote the book Area 51, an uncensored history of America's top top secret military base.
0: Next conspiracy superstar.
1: Tyra Banks pops out of a bunker. (laughs) The first is the U-2 spy plane, which helped the U.S. keep an eye on the growing nuclear threat out of the Soviet Union. (laughs) There's so many initials for things. U-2 spy plane for the U.S. It's so hard. In 1953, the Air Force began looking for a plane that could fly so high it could avoid detection in anti-aircraft missiles about 70,000 feet in the air and travel long enough distances, 3,000 miles or so, without needing to refuel. Oh, and it needed to carry 700 pounds worth of cameras on that could provide good resolution on the, low, on the land below.
0: That's a lot of specs.
1: But that's in the 50s.
0: I know. That's a lot.
1: It is a lot. You throw an iPhone into the air now, and it it does all of that that you want. Put an put an eye blown on a iPhone on a balloon. Boom, problem solved.
0: Seventy thousand feet.
1: Well, I used to think moose were seven meters high. So seventy thousand feet would that be like a thousand seven meter moose? No.
0: At the Museum of Bristol, just on a side note, they've got a skeleton of an Irish ancient Irish moose. The big That right? was around the time of like the mammoths. Big and it boys. is it's literally like it's huge.
1: I I told I told because my ex is being like, moose aren't seven metres. And I'm like, they're pretty fucking huge. And then we measured my house and my house was about seven metres. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's not going to be as big as my house.
0: Well, I won't say the ancient moose were seven metres, but I'm sure that they were three, four metres. Like they were huge. Like like you know how in Australia we had megafauna. Like we would have mega goanna, mega wombat, yeah, yeah, wombat. Mega, mega wallaby. They had the same types of things in other countries Mega as moves. well. They weren't dinosaurs; <laughs> well they were mammals, but they were huge. And I think it's because there was more oxygen, so they got bigger.
1: Ah, yes. See, the more cigarettes I smoke, the more I shrink too. Don't smoke, guys. <clears throat> Eisenhower directed a covert program through the CIA known as Project Aquitone to b- to build such an aircraft. The defence contractor Lockheed Martin... That's a familiar name.
0: Okay, so Lockheed Martin is a very significant manufacturer of uh, weaponry. Ah. And they're based in Colorado, and I remember that they were featured in a documentary called Bowling for Columbine by uh, Michael, um, I will remember it, eventually he's a documentarian anyway so bowling for basically a lot of the people that were in the town where the shooting at Mm. Columbine happened a lot of like the parents like Lockheed Martin was a huge employer of that town Whoa! ouch they're a a huge company
1: yep yikes so he was involved in the U2 not bonner you two as in the plane you two in just eight months. Uh, flight tests then began at area fifty one on August first, nineteen fifty five and the pro fifty five and the program had a budget of around twenty two million dollars, in which today's money would be about two hundred and seven million dollars. Craig great. Million or billion? Million.
0: <laughs> I just don't find it that shocking like because I just feel like so much mm. money is put into
1: war as a whole. You're correct actually.
0: Anyway. Look, if that if, if if that money was put into cats being spayed and rehabilitated, then I'll be shocked.
1: Oh, I mean, I entered the Powerball for 120 million this Thursday.
0: 120 million 120 last million. week was only 80 million my goodness 120
1: next week it'll be 207 million and then i can be like well i can build my own area 51
0: <laughs> you win can i borrow a tenner
1: yeah yeah that's fine
0: 10 million hey bitch you got me
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> idiot
1: are <laughs> so dumb I love you you're not dumb you're beautiful and you're smart and you're successful and you've got great skin and great hair um, such funds and presidential backing allowed engineers and others to work out many of the initial kinks they would do so turning the U-2 into one of the most important planes in US intelligence and military history uh, on the 4th of July 1956 mission for example Harvey Harv- H- Stockman flew the U-2 deep into the Soviet territory. Really? Apparently so, according to this article. The photos he took revealed that the country was actually not as military advanced, militarily advanced, as the nation's leadership at the time claimed. Giving the U.S. the knowledge that it wasn't so behind the Soviet Union in military strength. No, no, no. But on May first, nineteen sixty, a U-2 plane was shot down over Soviet airspace. The pilot, Gary Powers, and plane both recovered were both recovered, forcing the US to admit it was spying. Good one. That led the government, particularly the Air Force, to put the pressure on Lockheed Martin to build a plane in only 20 months that couldn't be brought down. That's fucking pressure, isn't it? How scary. That
0: couldn't be brought down. Yeah,
1: they're like, I want a bomb-proof plane.
0: Look, Lockheed Martin has some of the smartest minds in the world working for it. Uh, But still, you know, if it's the 50s, there's only so far you can go. If it's the
1: 50s, it's probably Lockheed Martin himself. He's probably a (laughs) one-man show. Right, yeah, true. (laughs) And he's probably going, fuck, I don't – it's impossible to make a bomb-proof plane that's also, like, undetectable. I would have honestly, like, um, produced – or presented, sorry, just an invisible like a car park with an empty lot, and be like, "Voila, the the U two plane." You just can't see it because it's like
0: the Emperor's New Clothes. Yes, it's definitely there. It's, it's fabulous. It's, it's Wonder Woman's airplane.
1: You know, yeah, totally, it's
0: completely, completely invisible. Except no, that's you it. can see the driver going through the clouds. You can
1: see Wonder Woman on the toilet. That eventually led to the development of the SR-71 Blackbird, which began flight testing on December December 22, 1964. It would feature so many new high-tech equipment that aircraft designer Kelly Johnson said, quote, everything had to be invented, everything. Labeled by many as the perfect spy plane, it was so capable that it could fly around, uh, uh, fly about 80,000 feet high at a speed of over 2,100 miles too high and too fast for enemies to take out the sky.
0: Yeah, probably also too high and too fast for a person to actually pilot it. Wait, I mean, is that possible? I don't even know if that's possible.
1: It was around that time that the testing area for these aircraft became known as Area 51. More hangars, runners, housing units and other facilities were installed in order to keep a... A, a secret spy plane program running, but because of the U.S. government was making aircraft for the express purpose of beating the Soviet Union and other technologies, secrecy was of the utmost important importance. Employees mostly used planes to travel in and out of the facility,
0: according to the what? CIA. Yeah, you can't just drive in and, get, and take your car park. No, you gotta fly.
1: How are you going to get your coffee? It's Area Fifty One. They have everything. Did they have a flying
0: drive-through.
1: They just put a coffee cup on a balloon and send it up.
0: Okay, <laughs> Martin, get on it.
1: Um, according to the CIA, components used to create um, the U two would be. That does oh the components used to create the U two would be dissembled, disassembled. Disassembled. Um, placed on a plane ooh that's Inception, plane on a plane and then reassembled on site at Area 51 the CIA CIA was also encouraged also encouraged the myth that UFOs were flying around the Area 51 because it helped confuse what was really going on the testing of odd looking high flying lightning fast never before seen aircraft that's exactly what they want you to think That's exactly what they want you to think. They want you to think that, oh, no, these aren't aliens. Oh, yeah, sure, these are aliens. Because they are aliens, bitch. That's what I'm saying. So, so, okay, so if you had an alien, okay, this is what I'm saying. If you had an alien in your house, okay, and your neighbors saw it and they're like, holy shit, I just saw an alien, of course you're going to be like, yeah, you just saw an alien, like, totally. You're not telling a lie, but it's too unbelievable for them to believe. So the Area 51, of course, are being like, oh, the aliens, they're everywhere. Ooh, we're Area 51. Because they're like, no, we're really hiding aliens. So let's just tell people, ooh, yeah, we're aliens. But they are really hiding aliens. Area 51 also has security contractors known as ammo dudes who wear camouflage and ride around in white, unmarked pickup trucks in order to spot people trying to enter the facilities. Now that would be a fun job. But it's funny because they're wearing camouflage yet they're driving vans that are white.
0: I find that funny
1: too. It defeats the purpose of the camouflage suits.
0: But yeah, for people, um, there are lots of people like on YouTube, like urban explorers who have gone out to Nevada to uh, like the outskirts of Area 51 hmm. and they've gone there like specifically to antagonise the camo dudes. Do
1: they, Do you see footage of them?
0: Yeah, I've I've seen footage of them.
1: It was ages ago. Okay, that's what I'll do after this episode. Rumours of Area 51's connection to aliens had been circulating ever since the publication of 1980. In 1980, of the Roswell ex- incident, which I think we have you covered that one. Roswell, sorry. Roswell?
0: No, we haven't done Roswell.
1: Okay, well it'll it'll come. That happened in New Mexico. Yeah. And for those who don't know, there was a flying saucer that was found, um, and the military tried covering up, saying that it was a weather balloon. But there's a lot of shit saying that it definitely was not a um, weather
0: balloon. It was a spaceship. You I mean, there are people that were there yep. that swear on their on their own graves.
1: Oh, there's there's like what there's talk of like a fucking alien body being carried out
0: of it and exactly yeah Yeah, yeah, like there was actual like specimens of alien life forms that were taken and and some were dead and some were allegedly alive and kept within the area 51 uh underground vault
1: conspiracists like john lear a pilot and an heir to the Jack fortune spun macabre and bizarre stories about aliens being held and studied in such underground camps where the government fed them abducted children and mutilated cattle. Of
0: course. Of course they
1: did. We come back to the lake thing and the kids being held underground in 18... 18- so
0: they're, now they're feeding children to aliens. Why can't they have a salad? <laughs> of all things, of all the good food that we've got on Earth.
1: Guzman and Gomez. Wait. In 1987, Leah described Grooms Lake, Nevada, aka Area 51, as one of this nation's most secret test centres. Leah allegedly, alleged the facility facility had been built with the assistance, assistance of aliens themselves, which he described as the Greys. And we all know the Greys. He said the Greys helped build Area 51.
0: They're like the most famous aliens. Yeah, they are. Yeah. After compiling
1: a thoroughly researched history of the site from interviews and historical records, heaps of books were basically published around the conspiracy of
0: Area 51. And it was kind of like a golden age, you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s.
1: Yeah, I mean, they even bought, like, I've got a line here, the source told... Um, one reporter that a Nazi doctor surgically enlarged the heads of abducted teenagers to make them resemble aliens supposedly on the order of Joseph Stalin who um, the sources said forced the teenagers to pilot flying saucers over the US
0: as a Cold War scare tactic I mean why can't they just put a hat on that makes their head look bigger ever heard of (laughs) papier-mâché So dumb. Get to the theater, bitches.
1: Um, apparently, the aliens, alien teenagers, so that the teenagers who had no training but had their heads um, operated on, ultimately crash landed in New Mexico, and that was the Roswell incident.
0: Is that what they said?
1: Yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. Wow, that is dumb. And then everything was brought back to Area Fifty One. While no evidence of Nazis creating fake UFOs for Stalin. Stalin. Such a dickhead for Stalin. I speak like a Bogan. Or um, of federal cooperation with aliens has ever come to light. The US government does have a long history of investigating reported UFO sightings. These investigations date back to 1947 and include focus studies like Project Blue Book. Mm-hmm. which covered among other things the first reported record of alleged alien abduction in 1961. Much more recently, the Pentagon revealed in 2007 that between two th- sorry, between 2017 that between 2007 and 2012, longtime Nevada Senator Harry Reid shepherded a Department of Defense program that investigated reports of flying saucers. One that conveniently also lined the paddock of his friend and UFO truther, Robert Bigelow, (laughs) whose research company received most of the $22 million of the program. It's so fucking complicated.
0: (laughs) It is so complicated.
1: None of this investigative work directly implicates or involves Area 51 but it's easy to see how a giant mysterious desert military zone can fuel speculation, especially when you know the government is not investigating, isn't not investigating aliens. Did I, I forgot to say that this original TikTok video that I was watching her account, she kept, she researched it for months and eventually the Google maps was blocked, blocked her. She wasn't allowed to Google map anything. And then they unblocked her in like a a few weeks later I I guess they kind of thought like she had stopped doing it and as soon as she was unblocked she went straight back on and then her computer was hacked wow so
0: way to show your might area 51
1: right it's like what are you hiding bitches um renewed interest of area 51 didn't pop up um just out of nowhere ufology the study of ufos um has been seeing a spike in alien activity lately in 2019 reports of a UFO sighting have been happening at sightings have been happening at a staggering rate with some reason- Really? Yeah, girl. Where so many so many reports are coming out in Australia? All over the world. All over the freaking world. There's so that you know there's so many ex military staff that are coming out and they're like, oh, yeah, the shit that I was told never to talk about has, has come.
0: Oh, yeah, look, I've heard about that. Um, and then we've got everybody's, you know, favourite UFOlogist, Nick Pope, who works at the Ministry of Defence in the UK for like six months or something like that in the 90s, who's mm. on every single UFO documentary. And I have read his books. I do, I do quite like a bit of Nick Pope. But are people actually getting on... You know, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, and saying, I saw something weird.
1: Yeah, there's, there's hate. that you go into a, tu- a fucking rabbit hole. There was one the other day. I saw there's the tic tac that's been popping up. People are seeing tic tac flying UFOs everywhere, especially like pilots of planes. There's so many reports of the tic tac UFO. There's footage of it. You just the first thing you'd look up now, the days if you look up your recent UFOs, it's all the tic tac spaceship um okay there's also this weird one going around where it's sparkly clouds and it's like a solid cloud that's just it's it's tipping like a solid object and it's being steered like it's changing directions Mm -hmm. and and it's sparkly but it's been made to look like a cloud so it's almost like aliens or something or the government has been like we need it to look like a cloud, oh, so humans don't see it, but it's so clearly like it's like on a it's like a drone, it's wild. There have been reputable members of the US Navy saying that they're seeing that there's more sightings coming out. Um in June Congress even looked into Navy pilot UFO sightings and while no alien presence has been confirmed, it's clear that advances in technology, um, aeronautics, surveillance equipment military stealth devices drones and more and making the skies more interesting so there's always that you know the with technology there's going to be more shit floating around but then there's some stuff that there's personnel from the military themselves that are like yeah we didn't make that
0: Mm. it's it's been fun all right girl i love you who understands Area 51 anyway? I mean, seriously, me. you think you've got it and then they just throw a whole bunch of freaking new weirdness at you. I
1: I came to this po- this episode tonight feeling good, like I had a great story that made sense, and after reading it, I am way more confused than I was before I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. Don't even know now.
0: Should we take some time to decompress? As in we'll see you next week. <laughs> Until next next time, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thanks, guys. As usual. Be creepy. Be creepy.
1: But don't be a creep. Creep, 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 creep. Boom. <coughs> Not COVID.
0: Are you testing out this new piercing that you want to get? Yeah, it looks great. When did you get this idea? Like this morning or a while ago? Three hours ago. <clears throat>